0: This one's one of my favorites, at least the overall theme of it. I chose this saying for the introduction to my website because I feel so strongly about it. This is blog number 292 entitled, Better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. This ancient principle still carries as much meaning today, in my opinion, as it did way back when. And the reason I chose this quote for my website will be evident, hopefully, by the end of me reading this blog. While I am all for the policy of nonviolence, there are times when life does not give you a choice. Be prepared for those times, even if you never have to use any of the skills that you have acquired. Let's break this down into a micro and macro look at how this principle and how you can and should apply it to your life, at least in my opinion. In the micro point of view, each one of us is responsible for our own safety and well-being and that of our family and friends as well. One of the things I learned when I was studying martial arts is awareness at all times. I wrote this blog sitting in a coffee shop, and I am sitting in the back where I am facing the door. The only thing behind me is the bathroom. All patrons that walk into this place are facing me. If there was ever a time when someone appeared aggressive or agitated, I would see it almost before anyone else. I am not paranoid. I am aware. There have been two specific times that I can recount where awareness avoided a problem for me altogether. Not a confrontation, no physical interaction needed. Master Bowman would have been proud. Sometimes that split-second advantage is all you need to catch someone by surprise or throw a chair through a window to escape. To be clear, I have never had to defend myself from an attack outside of the dojo, and that is the ultimate goal. It's not to be a hero or knock someone out with a spinning back kick, but to see the trouble coming and avoid it. As Jocko Willink, one of the scariest Navy SEALs and commander of the entire U.S. force in the Battle of Ramadi, Iraq, said, My first line of defense is my legs. I can run away from trouble. There is a hyperlink of Jocko Willink's name in the blog below. (laughs) At least click on it to see the picture of what this dude looks like. He is the definition of scary. (laughs) This is the main reason I never wear shoes I can't run in when I am away from my house. I do not wear slides outside of my house. What Jocko said was probably not what you would expect to hear from a guy like that, but it is in the right mindset. Put your ego aside. Fighting someone is a last resort, period. There are all kinds of situations that potentially put you in this scenario. Too many to cover. But let's think of what some of the typical outcomes could be. Number one, you get your ass kicked. Your wallet and your car keys get stolen. Someone you love is harmed in the process or worse. Now you have medical bills. The police arrive only in time to write up a report and not, keeping, not to keep someone to continue beating the crap out of you. Scenario or outcome number two, you kick somebody's ass. You seriously hurt someone, and now you risk getting sued. There is a chance that you could get arrested, even if it was self-defense. You may get jumped by other people and end up getting the hell beat out of you by three of this guy's friends. Worst case scenario, you punch a guy, and he falls and hits his head on the curb and dies. It has happened before, and the people who have thrown that punch have been put in jail for manslaughter. Scenario outcome number three, you damage property in the process. You are responsible for this. And these days, everybody has a camera on their cell phone to use that, ev- use that as evidence against you. And security cameras are everywhere. If you get into a fight in a parking lot and throw somebody into a car and bust up the windshield and dent the hood, guess what? Somebody probably saw it and captured it on film. And you're going to have to pay for that. If you review the options that I just shared, none of them are good outcomes. Your job is to avoid these situations altogether if possible, including handing someone your keys if they are pointing a gun or a knife at you. Let them take the car. Walk away with your life and no one else getting harmed. Call the police and your insurance company. That's what both of those things are there for. Your goal is to w- walk away, run away, talk your way out of trouble in every scenario possible. But if you are not given an option, then you'd better follow the Cobra Kai motto and strike first and strike hard. If you're not familiar with the Karate Kid movie franchise, please click on the, bo- on the hyperlink below and learn more about what I just referenced. When you are given no option Neutralize the situation in as little as time as possible and in a manner defensible in court. Keep in mind, there are such things as excessive force, aiding a.k.a. bringing a gun to a fistfight. Every situation is different, and I'm not a lawyer, so use your own best judgment. But remember, everything you do has consequences, even if you are not the person in the wrong. The best use of your skills is to not put yourself in this situation where you have no choice. It's not easy, and where you live, the places you frequent, etc. all play heavily into how often you will have to deal with this stuff. I am fortunate that I did not grow up in a rough part of town or get into the habit of hanging out in super crowded bars full of meatheads or bikers or anything like that. By design, I minimize the likelihood of finding myself in need for self-defense. One of the two situations I alluded to earlier happened to me at, at a very upscale place known as Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall. So there is no such thing as of removing all threats or never being confronted. So you, so you never know where trouble may find you, and I am highly recommending that you learn to be a warrior Even if you spend your life as a gardener, never using those skills, the lifestyle, discipline and mindset that you learn will pay dividends in all other facets of your life. Let's zoom out to the macro view of this mindset now. The world has given us really good reminders lately that there are plenty of things outside of our control. COVID-19 has done a lot to keep people locked up indoors for long periods of time and having us rushing to the store to buy toilet paper and other essentials. A warrior is prepared for as many situations as possible, and things to make situations like a pandemic a little more tolerable and less stressful. I didn't need to leave my house for over a month if it was necessary to live in that fashion. I was prepared with food and water and toilet paper and many other necessities, I was able to get some of these to family members and help them out when they needed. And yes, guns and ammo are on the list. Someone else's lack of preparation and foresight is not my problem, and I am not going to be their solution. The last thing I ever want to do is point a gun at someone. But if you break into my house, I would consider that enough of a threat to not allow you the opportunity to to prove why you were there. I'm going to err on the side of caution and assume that you were there for no good reason and that will prove to be a mistake. End of story. I am not going to allow someone to harm myself, my wife, or my home in any manner, regardless of the circumstances. If you do not have the fortitude to make that statement, I think you are much, much more likely of becoming a victim. Easy times make soft people and soft people make hard times. Walk silently, but carry a big stick in case you ever need it. Again, my overwhelming hope is that and message is to be a warrior in a garden. You do not want to be in a situation that requires to use some sort of force, if at all possible. But if the situation calls for it, it is better to know how to be a monster when you need to and keep that monster at bay the rest of the time. That is better than trying to figure out how to become a monster during a crisis situation, hence the gardener in a war analogy. Develop the skills and mindset that you need in case things go south, but plan on doing everything possible to be prepared and or avoid those situations in the first place. Walk the earth in peace, but be prepared, just in case. And if you are interested in learning some general disaster preparedness, which I always think is a good thing, here is a book that I would recommend to a lot of people. It's entitled Emergency, and it was written by Neil Strauss, S-T-R-A-U-S-S. There is a hyperlink below, and this is not an affiliate link or anything like that. If you are interested in learning what, uh, what conceptually is probably the best, Uh, street self-defense system out there, I would check out a Krav Maga class near you. It is considered to be the most effective, realistic fighting and self-defense style that you can learn. It's not lots of flashy spinning kicks and any of that kind of stuff. It is real-world tactics for fighting one or more people in the streets when things go south. Again, all of this is my opinion, these are my recommendations based on how I have lived my life. You need to make what's the best decision for you. But I cannot think that, be, that uh, a, a certain amount of preparedness would absolutely be crucial for everyone to understand. So with that in mind, as always, I wish you luck in your endeavors.